Hi, welcome to Beyond Domestic Violence, Trauma Transformer. It's Grace Hart here. And today we are talking about the narcissistic psychopath that you let in. Now, those looking at the title might have, well, they might have come to the conclusion that I'm talking only about relationships, uh, whether they're intimate relationships or relationships with colleagues, etc., or family members, and recognizing the narcissistic psychopath. And yes, I am all about that as well. However, today what I'm talking about is one of the things that sucks your energy. And it's the narcissistic psychopath that you have generated and created as your inner critic. So imagine that you're at home and a complete stranger comes to your door and they say to you, we're going to control what you wear, when you go out, what you say, what you don't say, how you present. And we're going to really focus on things like your family. We're going to make sure that, you know, everything they do is under our control, what they eat, where they go, where they, when they leave, what, you know, when they can come back, what they can do as a job, every aspect. So imagine that person coming to your door and saying, I'm going to have total control on you and your family and all their bodies. Would you let them in? <laughs> now, of course, you wouldn't, right? If you were functioning from the center of your flower, your beingness, you wouldn't. You'd call 911 or triple zero or whatever number it is in your country and you'd just say, help. <laughs> Some crazy person's just come at the door. However, perpetrators don't tend to do shock tactics like that. They seduce you and your inner critic is no different. Now, when I've talked to you about the center of the flower and that you've got petals and that's your inner community and some of those petals are disassociated, disenfranchised parts, And other petals are your healthy parts, right? Well, your inner critic is neither of any of those. Your petals are you. Even if they're disassociated, they're parts of you from a past experience, right? And then your inner community is how you function now, your personality. However, your inner critic is not you. It never will be you. So why do we invite them in? Why do we listen to them? Because if you think about it, your inner critic is a psychopath. It seduces you to play small, hide, control your existence in such a way that you're not open to possibilities and infinite, um, you know, awarenesses. It always speaks to you, um, depending on where you're at on on the trauma spectrum. So if you're not very aware of energies and you're on the the higher risk end of trauma, your inner psychopath, your inner critic can be quite abusive. It can say things like you're hopeless, you're worthless. See, look at them, they don't even care about you. Or you just really embarrassed yourself then. It can be really overtly cruel. You know, something that if you heard, you know, um, a friend speak to a friend that way or a stranger speak to you or your kids that way, you'd be like, oh my God, like, wow right? Beep, 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 reverse, (laughs) right? But when it's your inner critic, you think it's you. And one of the reasons you connect to your inner critic and feed it with your energy and your fears, one of the things that you do is the reenactment of trauma. So let's say you've left a, a domestic violence situation or abusive situation, whether it's at work or intimate, and you're free of it, right? Yet, you keep on playing it over. 
Or the next time you get invited to a job or out to dinner or whatever, that little voice, that inner critic says, you know what happened last time? Or you have nightmares or flashbacks. So the way I see the inner critic, it's like imagine someone coming into a town. Say, say this town was, was functional. And what I mean by functional, there was some, you know, the good, the bad, and indifferent there. You know, there were the really um, good people and there was ones that were a little bit, you know, um, fearful or whatever. But, the, the, I mean, in all, the, the, the town functioned properly. It functioned well. And then you imagine a new person comes in and says, hey, I'm the sheriff and here are the new rules. That's kind of what an inner critic's like. You've hired this sheriff to come in and abuse you. And you think you're doing it because it's keeping you safe. Now, I know I'm throwing a lot of things at you. And if you just keep traveling with me, you'll hear it when you hear it. You'll get it when you get it. So the stuff that kind of goes, what? I, don't, I don't understand. Just let that be. It's fine. But just be aware of that voice. And just the acknowledgement that that voice isn't you. So a lot of people think that inner critic is who they are. And it's not. It is fabricated and invented by you as a coping mechanism of the trauma that you've received in this lifetime or other lifetimes. So how do you get, you know, boot out that psychopath that's just, you know, walked into your home? The best way to manage the inner psychopath is to not give it energy. So as soon as you hear that voice, if you can actually vocalize out loud, vocalize, stop, or change, or next. I say next. Because this energy of the inner psychopaths coming out, the inner critic, and if you say next, and then you start to create something else. You might want to do a superhero stance to bring some nice hormones and chemicals into your body. You might want to laugh, or you might want to do some star jumps. Anything that is going to bring in energy because the inner critic is all about slowly turning that heat up. You know, I gave the example of the frog in water. So the inner critic, that's what it does. Now, if you're on the more higher, uh, sorry, lower end of the spectrum of trauma, in other words, you know, you've done a lot of self-work, you might be, you know, a very conscious being, you might be really astute to energies, your inner critic isn't going to sound like an abusive psychopath your inner critic is going to sound like a kind caring person who just wants the best for you who might say i'll just be a little bit careful because you remember what happened last time and or maybe you need to ask some questions about that or, or maybe don't just say yes right now because you know maybe you need to really you know go, go on a retreat or something or maybe maybe you know maybe we need to med- meditate about this so you need to be aware of the inner critic's energy for you, what it sounds like for you. And the more that you evolve, so will the inner critic. (laughs) Now, what happened to me is that I kept on just going next, 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 and I didn't expect this, and I'm not saying it's going to happen for you. It has happened for people that I've worked with, so I'm kind of guessing that it's most likely something that you'll experience. But what will happen is over time, When that inner critic comes up and you go next, inner critic comes up, next, 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 next. It's not being fed. And what happened one day is I was just sitting sitting up in bed, I just woke up and I just felt this kind of energy leave me. I was like, what is that? 
And I got the awareness that it was the inner critic. It just went bloop and it just left. Because don't forget, it's not you. It's an energetic, fabricated entity. And it just left. Now, I'm not saying that I don't have those voices anymore or those thoughts of not good enough, not worthy enough, because that can be connected to one of your pedals, one of your disenfranchised selves. But I don't actually have the inner critic speaking like that anymore. It's actually left the building. And I didn't kick it out consciously or cognitively, but I did by not paying attention to it. And when I say not paying attention to it, hearing it, recognizing it, acknowledging it, and then next. So, what if you were willing this week to just pay attention to that inner critic? Don't listen to it. Say next or choice or change, whatever you want to say. Whatever word that makes you smile and that stops the energy in its tracks. And then choose something greater. Choose something fun for your body. Laugh. Move. Something that changes the energy totality in, the, in totality. Because you've got all these neuronets. And, the, and, you know, if you've had this inner critic for a long time, most likely, it's quite strong in the brain. You know how when you get into a car and you drive and it's all of a sudden you're there and you're like, whoa, I don't remember driving to work. That's because there's a part of your brain that has, actually has all that information contained. And as soon as your body and being recognized, oh, we're in the car and we're going to work, it just goes to that part of the brain. Same thing of when you're showering, you do the same movements. And that's why I always encourage, you know, don't brush your teeth the same way. Don't brush your hair the same way. Don't dry yourself the same way. So you can actually be more present. So this week, listen to the voice of the inner critic. Pay attention to what it sounds like. And for those that are asking um, a question about how does it differ to parts, ask the question, hey, is this my inner critic talking? Oh, hey, is this my, one of my parts talking? So the first stage is get to the center of your flower and just say that voice that I just heard saying you're hopeless or, you know, don't, don't, don't go out there, don't say yes to this, or whatever it is, that kind of just made you go, oh, it felt wonky, a bit heavy. Because really anything that's heavy isn't true for you. Anything that's kind of got like the funk to it Density is always going to be a lie. So it's either going to be a disenfranchised part or it's going to be the IC. So I'm inviting you to get to know these energies. And the best way to get to know it is asking a question. Is this one of my parts? Or is this the IC? If it's the IC, next, stop, choice, and do something positive. Do something that's going to be generative and creative for you. It's going to bring fun and energy into your life. Now, what has this got to do with domestic violence? Everything. Because if you don't have the energy, you're never going to be able to leave. And also, even if you leave, if you don't have the energy, you're going to struggle so much more. So we want you to bring in energy. And you need to be aware of the things that suck your energy. Being on a pedal sucks your energy. When I say sucks your energy... Even if it's a disenfranchised one or even one of your community members, it's still a lower energy. Being in the center of the flower, aware of the petals, you have the energy available to you. 
And as we spoke about last week, start to do things to bring in more energy into your life. The more energy you have, the quicker you can actually extract yourself if you're with someone that's abusive or in a you know, job or whatever it is that's abusive, you're going to have much more available to you. When you have more energy, you're going to have people showing up, services showing up, thoughts, awarenesses showing up to actually give you the information for you to not only be safe, but to leave in a way that, as I said, not only safe, but you're thriving, where you're fully safe, secure and supported. So this week, it's about that inner psychopath. It's about that inner critic. It's time you stop listening to it. You wouldn't let that person walk into your home and speak to your kids that way or your husband or whoever it is that, um, you know, whatever's going on for you because I'm aware that not everyone's going through domestic violence here. Some people are in healthy relationships. So just like you wouldn't let that person into your home, into your family to control everything, it's time you actually started to have your own back and recognize when you're coming from the inner critic, when you're coming from a disenfranchised part, when you're coming from a part that's healthy but you're not coming from the center of your flower. So let's start bringing in the energies so we have more possibilities and connection to infinite possibilities. All right, till next week, um, I'll catch you later. And if you want to send me anything, you can find me at choosinggreater.com. Take care. Bye.